Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine a year when a Western with the depth and urgency of a Red Dead Redemption side quest becomes the most watched TV movie of all time. Well, yeah, what year could that be, Sandro? The year is 2001. One, 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 one. And welcome to Oldie But a Goodie. We're out here on the Rangers again. It's time to it's time to talk about some movies. Let's wrangle up some podcasts. Send them out on the open waves. What do podcasts look like? They're much like cows, but a lot smaller, like pygmy cows. I don't like that. Uh it's <laughs> It's the podcast where we're watching movies from 2001 for all of this year in the order they came out in. The movie that we're doing this week came out this week back in 2001, 21 years ago. This movie can legally drink Wow! in America. Which is good, because that's what I needed to watch this movie. (laughs) (sighs) Crossfire Trail. Another TV movie. (laughs) I think you just kind of summed up my entire review in just a bunch of noises. (laughs) What what did you think, Sandro? Ah, uh, it's very average. Painfully mm. average. Mm. I don't know if this is a good thing, but it does feel like a Western that came out in the 60s. Yes. I think that's the idea, right? Yeah. Which I think is maybe a good thing if you're a fan of that. Mm. But look, Westerns in the 60s are good. Modern Westerns are good. This is just somewhere in between and it's kind of nothing and it was fine and I did it was fine. Yeah, what's interesting is it's almost exactly an old Western. Yeah. Whereas modern Westerns have improved and do different things. Whereas this one has just gone with the basic formula of an old movie. That's not to say they were bad. It's just they've already been done to death. In the 60s. Oh, but 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 we should, of course, say that Tom Selleck's mustache was pretty great. It was the highlight of this movie, I feel. It's a fantastic mustache, and he wears it like a true ranger cowboy man. We'll get into all the dirty <laughs> detail. I'm never saying that again. We're going to get into <laughs> all the dirty de- dirty details. That's right. Oh, yes. We're going straight into the tar pits. Oh, that poor cow. Yeah, what, what was it? Not tar. It was like an oil. Yeah, it was petrol, maybe? Petroleum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Petroleum, yeah. Petroleum pits. Ooh, nice and grubby. Yeah, that's one thing. There's a lot of, like, animal stuff in this movie that made me go, hmm. I mean, they were just wrangling some animals, Sandra. Don't see the problem. I don't think that cow wanted to be covered in petroleum. <laughs> no, no, that bit, that actually, yeah, that bit is kind of rough. 
Uh, yeah, we will get into all the details in just a second, but first up, it's time for a plug of the the Patron, the 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 put the the. I was trying to make a petrol pun, but it it, it wasn't yeah, working. Yeah, you you pa 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 petered out. Uh, over on Patreon, we review stuff, and it's bonus stuff, and it's voted on usually by our patrons. Uh, for upwards mm. of five US dollars a month, we do some stuff. Zach, you're really looking forward to uh, what's coming out on Wednesday. Which is a sequel you gotta, uh, to a very scary movie. What one's this one? And it was name dropped in Rick and Morty. Oh, oh! I wouldn't describe that movie as well. I, I guess you'll have to find out in the Patreon episode. That is out. Yeah, on Wednesday, the review of Chud Two, Bud, Bud the, Chud. the Chud. It's got a zombie dog in it. That's all I know. Mm. That's up on Patreon, link in the episode description. Anyway, let's just dive right into it, Zach. What is the first thing that we do when we talk about a movie? Well, sir, we got we gotta go over the details. We gotta wrangle up some some facts. We gotta we gotta scoop up a price for this piece of sh That's a visual <laughs> gag. It's funny because he was doing a visual gag where he was shoveling and then he went to shovel it in his mouth as I said shit. <laughs> and he was like, oh, very funny. Don't want don't to shovel that in my gut. Don't want to do that. No, it's a bad idea. Yeah, so this was, of course, a TV movie, but there were a bunch of uh, actual... I don't, I don't, I don't want to say actual movies, mm. but there were a bunch of um, actual movies that were shown in the Oof. cinema this week in 2001. What were they? All right, your other movies that came out was The Amati Girls, which is about four sisters who help their widowed mother mm. and learn things that affect their entire family. Yep. The Pledge, Jack Nicholson... Uh, pledges to catch a killer of a young child. Oh. And then lie. A 15-year-old boy becomes involved in a relationship with a much older man. Uh, so, yeah, look, it's January, so... Yeah, yeah, wow, that was, uh, that was a lot of... Look, the Jack Nicholson yeah. also sounded generic, but c- could have been entertaining. Probably would have been just a bit more darker, but still as g- generic as this movie. See that's that's it. It's like a it, the pledge is the cop generic, whereas this is the cowboy generic. And we haven't done the cowboy one for a while, so mm. yeah, may as well just just work our way through this. Yeehaw! So this was released January twenty first. Uh, it was shown on the cable channel TNT. Whoa! It's dynamite explosive. Do you know the band ACDC? I used to think that they were Australian because they're only popular. I swear they're only super famous in Australia. What? You know. Have you been to other countries? Well, no, but like we have our own name for them. We call them Akka Daka. No other country does that. Are we the number one ACDC fan country in the world? Uh, first off, yes, we are. Hmm. Second off, Australia ruins everything with its stupid <laughs> acronyms. <laughs> There's so many things that Australians just say wrong. Mm. And I'm all for it. ACDC? Pretty good. You mean Akadaka? No. <laughs> Uh, so this movie, it's based off a novel of the same name by an, uh, an author called Louis L'Amour. He was a popular Western author. He put out like a hundred books. This was released in 1954, which makes sense. 1954. Yep. Yep. So the peak of cowboys. Yeah. 
and it's a very generic cowboy story because that was the time where those were popular. But, Zach, would it surprise you to learn this is directed by an Australian director? What? People make movies in Australia? Well, no, it wasn't made in Australia. Ah, right. Okay, thank goodness. But yeah, the director is Australian. His name is Simon Winsor. He's done heaps of great movies, like Farlap. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the racing horse film. Yeah, I love Farlap. He directed The Phantom, the superhero movie, The Phantom. Okay. Uh, He directed Lightning Jack. Okay. Which is a classic Australian western. Uh, Crocodile Dundee 3, I think he did that. He did episodes (laughs) of Young Indiana Jones. And finally, he directed Free Willy, most Australian movie of all time. (laughs) That it is. Is that with Elijah Wood? Is he in that one? I think he is, right? I don't know. All I know is I've seen most of these movies and cannot remember anything about them. Uh, For the cast, Tom Selleck is the lead, Rafe. Uh, We, of course, saw him in Mm. Three Men and a Baby last year. Yeah, he's pretty good. Mm. I like him as a good guy. But he doesn't really get to do too much. He's there and he's saying things. The whole whole thing he he has is he's a bit of a stony-faced... You know, handsome, and he says it. And you know, he does his lines. He delivers them quite well, and mm. they're they're quite amusing because they're like, he's he's a tough tough fella, but also he's kind of clever. Mm. You know, he's a bit more smart than the average man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He studied. He was part of the clergy, apparently. Apparently he was, yeah. Which is rather amusing. I really wanted to see flashbacks of, like, a young Tom Selleck with the mustache that he's in the clergy. What? No, yeah, yeah, okay. But this is why flashbacks are a sin, yeah. Sandro. Yeah. This is why flashbacks don't happen. You, you know, you would be here complaining about it if it had happened. Um, I think... No, I think it would have been so bad it's good, though, that moment. It oh, would have yeah, thrown, absolutely. like, everyone off and probably made everyone hate this movie at the time. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he was, um, I think, like, before Three Men and a Baby and all that sort of stuff, he was known for, like, cop roles on TV. Mm. So it's kind of the same sort of thing here. And after yeah. this, he mainly just did TV shows as well. This is the last, like, one of the last movies that he was in, even though it is mm. a TV movie. Virginia Madsen plays Anne. She's the lead in the original Candyman film, uh, but we've seen her before because she's Princess Irulan in David Lynch's Dune. What? We went and saw Dune. We saw Dune last year. (laughs) We saw multiple Dunes. Have I seen more Dunes than you? I've seen the miniseries. I've seen more Dunes. It's not worth watching the miniseries. Yeah, wow. Great brag, Sandro. Hey, I wasted my time watching a miniseries that sucked about Dune. It was six hours long and it was fine, I guess. Dune! <laughs> Dune! Anyway, she's good. Uh, uh, Can we talk about the actress for more more than two seconds? More than just talking about Dune. Dune. Yeah, look, uh, I was going to say, she did a role, right, but it's it's that old woman role coming back. They tried to, it it, it tries to make it modernized, but it's really, because they're like, oh, look, she's educated. She's smart. She's not your average girl. She can't be be won by money you know that sort of thing yeah but she's really just just the trophy yeah wife that they're all going for yeah it's it's not a great role she literally becomes the damsel in distress in the last act yeah 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 i look i'm just saying we're all we're all tired of it nowadays but 
they tried TM. I guess. With the whole thing, but yeah. It's more, honestly, more the roles that point out how smart she is are, are really only there to point out how smart he is. Oh, yeah. Because we see her at work, and the whole reason for that scene isn't like, hey, look, she's got a job. It's so he can come in and start quoting poetry. The rest of the cast, we got Wilford Brimley playing Joe Gill, who's the old cowboy guy that <laughs> Silic teams up with. He's in John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, he's also in a bunch of other westerns as well. He's great. Yeah. He's great. And I know that you liked David O'Hara, who is the Irish man, Rock Mullaney. He's from Braveheart. He's Albert Runecorn in Harry Potter. <laughs> he's, he's fine. Oh, he's just fine? He's fine. I, he, he's an Irishman and his jokes are pretty great. Yeah, that's kind of all he's good for. To yeah, I mean, he's not he's not in most of the movie. <laughs> he just has like three bits where he tells jokes, and I wrote one of the jokes down because we're a comedy podcast, Sandro, and I thought writing a joke down would be pretty appropriate, so he could tell a joke on the comedy podcast. Uh, the other guy that they team up with is uh, played by Christian Kane. The character's name is GT. He's actually a country singer. Uh, he's also in the Buffy Vampire Slayer spinoff, Angel. Was that the young guy? Yeah, the young guy. He yeah. get, he really pulls the shortest straw in this movie. <laughs> yeah, look, he, he, he definitely acts like a sparkly <laughs> teen guy. He had, he had one moment where he's, he, sh- he took his shirt off to chop some wood. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, and I was like, what? Is he, like, the heartthrob? <laughs> what is happening here? He, he, he really did draw the short straw because they had a moment where he, like, talked to a barmaid. Yeah. He like, he, like, used a line that was from the old guy, which I thought was great, you know. That was pretty funny. But then nothing came of it, you know. Because he gets shot. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, yes. But spoilers. He's dead. He's dead. Who who wants spoilers for this movie? You've either seen it or you don't care. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They even have seen it or they don't care, Sandro. So I the feel only, like the only reason I would say go out of your way to watch this movie is if you have nothing to do at like one p.m. and this is playing on TV. Yeah. Because they'll just watch it if it's on TV. That's it. Exactly. And then finally, the bad guy, Mr. Bruce is the bad guy's name. He's played by Mark Harmon, who is the lead in NCIS. He's been there for like 20 years. Speaking of cop shows, Sandro. Wow, that's all I could think about while watching this. Because you see, he's in one of the most popular cop shows and... He's in one of the ones that my grandmother watches all the time. NCIS, yeah. And do you know what she used to do? She used to watch westerns. Oh, has she seen this? Uh, probably, maybe, I don't know. I imagine your your, your grandma would be a big fan of Tom Selleck. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't love a good soup strainer? Am I right? Uh, but yeah, no, it was pretty funny seeing him playing a bad guy as well. Because he gets really mean in the end. And I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty great the whole way through because he's quite smiley and um, friendly, but also very evil. Uh, look, he's the most generic bad guy. Once again, foiled by the bad guy turning stupid at the end. Yeah. I wish I wish they had found a way to end it without him going crazy. Because that undermines his character a lot. Yeah. Because it feels like he kind of undid himself instead of, you know, the the, the, the good guy overcoming. 
But anyway, so this premiered to 12.5 million viewers, making it the most watched television movie at the time. It held that title until 2007, when High School Musical 2 was released. That took over as the most watched TV movie of all time. I don't know if anything's beaten that. Yeah. Because High School Musical 3 went to theatres, so that doesn't count. Well, that's that's really interesting that this one um, was so popular on TV. So I mean guess 2001 was still pretty popular for cowboy movies it is january though mm. what else is on xenon the sequel you're not watching that if you're into like crossfire trail you're not watching xenon the sequel <laughs> that's true i cannot deny you that they're very different genres in every way it did get quite a large uh viewership but that being said it also got very mixed responses a lot of people saying this is just a big old cliche but tom Selleck was good and it looked pretty cool as well it's got 40 percent on rotten tomatoes from the critics however bit of a divide there 77 percent from the audience Mm. really really big audience score 7.1 out of 10 on imdb so i guess just everyone's dad really loves this movie and then all the critics were like dads don't know what they're talking about yeah because it's 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 just a generic western and those people that like generic westerns are like oh this is great yeah and then everyone else who's seen those and be like okay but it's just the same yeah although maybe it was more of a thing back then because there weren't as many westerns yeah so you got like a super generic one and then you were like i'll take what i can get maybe maybe mm, mm. Yeah. yeah nowadays we can go back and watch all these old movies using the power of technology but mm. back then you gotta watch what's on tv mm. I'll go down to your, to your blockbuster, be like, do you have fistful of dollars? Exactly. You could do that, but there's no way you're going to do that because you're a dad in your 50s after work and you just want to drink beer and sit down and watch the television. That, that is a good point. And you're not watching one of the classic westerns on TV because that would be five hours with ads. Yes. Because this is, of course, a TV movie. No idea how much it made because it didn't make anything. Uh, no idea how much it cost either. I would assume it's pretty expensive for TV. Mm. Not like the most expensive. I don't think they would have built sets for it, but I don't know. What I do know is that there is one tagline and you got to give it a thumb up or a thumb down. Thumb down. Uh, yeah, it's not great. You've predi- you, pre- right. you predicted it again. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a TV movie with one tagline. <laughs> and we, we've only done two TV movies this year, haven't we? Yeah. With one tagline. Yeah. They're going to be bad. What's the tagline? A hero is measured by the enemies he makes. Mm, No. I don't know why that's the tagline. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's seeming to be deep, but it's very stupid. I know uh, my thumb down uh, doesn't matter because this is, of course, the segment where you give the thumbs up and thumbs downs but i would also give it a thumb down because it's a hero is measured by the enemies he makes does that mean all heroes have to be he uh the whoa well i think you're one you're digging way too much into that bit of it (laughs) two i think more to the point you should try and make enemies a hero should be trying to make friends oh yeah that is trying to be like hey if you want to be a hero go out there and make a bunch of enemies (laughs) yeah just go out there and piss (laughs) as many people off as possible i mean look maybe that's why jared leto goes out and just annoys everyone because he just really wants to be a hero yeah actually uh, to be fair a hero does waltz into the the tavern and make a whole bunch of enemies almost instantly, so... True. It's not a western if you don't do that. So I guess, you know, makes sense for the movie, but very bad for real-life advice, just saying. 
Well, then we'll jump into the uh, into the uh, into the synopsis. It opens on a ship, and I was surprised because I was like, they put some budget into this. L- look at that ship! Yeah, on the ocean, there's a ship, and on board the ship, we have got Tom Selleck and his friend, and his friend is in pain <laughs> for some reason. He's on the ground. He's dying, and he he looks up at his cowboy friend, and he goes, <gasps> "Fuck my wife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he does. It was, it was really weird. <laughs> yep. Very brave of them to use their one F-bomb right at the start and in that context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as the opening line as well, yeah. it was really bold. He also says, make sure to take care of my house as well. Yeah, yeah, he Which, says that by the way, his ranch is called Crazy Woman. And I didn't realise that it had a name. Yeah, they mentioned it a couple times. So his friend dies and is like, make sure that you take care of all this stuff. And then Tom mm. Selleck is like, no, my friend is dead. So he goes to the uh, the captain of the ship and he beats him up. And we're like, whoa, why did you do that? And I mean, I guess later we figure out they say that uh, the captain killed the guy. The captain beat up his friend because he was tricked into coming aboard because stuff was stolen. I don't know. There's a conspiracy in this thing. Mm. I think I think the friend was kidnapped and he had to pay off the debt he had to someone by working on a ship, but the captain hated him and so he killed him. Yeah, it's never explained fully what happened and there's sort of a conspiracy. He got shanghaied, presumably by our bad guy. Yes. Like sets of people to, to shanghai him and then he was trying to get back after paying all the debt. Yes. Because the bad guy wants the crazy woman ranch because there's oil on it. And the crazy woman wife. Yes. Because she's hot. He really committed two years of his life to getting this oil, mm. that bad guy. Well, he, he likes the slow sort of thing. And I mean, as I said, it would have worked if the, if the meddling good guy hadn't come in. So uh, they beat up the captain. I assume they kill him, and they uh, and they leave the ship. Tom Selleck is joined by Irish man and teenage heartthrob. Which is your which is your favorite of our three amigos? You've got teenage heartthrob. Yep, just just an Irishman. He's just Irish. And and uh, old old man wisdom. Old man wisdom, as in Tom Selleck, or the other character that we are introduced to. No, 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 no. He's he's young, handsome man, smart cowboy. Oh yes, Tom Selleck is very young. Yeah, yeah. He's he's young. Uh, he's he's all of them. Sorry. Oh. He's part oh. heart, young heartthrob, part wisdom, part Irish. I didn't know mark? that you were describing the different attributes of Tom Selleck. I thought you were yeah, describing yeah. the three side characters in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but this whole <laughs> okay. time I've actually been describing Tom Selleck. Don't know what that Irish part is, but yeah. No, Tom Selleck is the combination of all three. That's why he's the main character. Yes. What is your favorite of? It's. I guess the Irishman has has a bit of wit. Yeah. And that's what Tom Selleck has because he's smart. I think. I think the old man. You like the old man? Yeah. I mean, he comes in a bit later, but he's definitely my favorite. I think of them all, and he's got the most compelling, not really arc, but story. Story. Yeah. <laughs> None of them really have an arc. That's the problem. No. Well, the Irishman, which actually happens right now, he goes to mine gold. So they leave the ship. They're riding through the Californian valleys, and uh, and the Irishman's like, 
I'm going to go and get... That's a terrible accent. I apologize. Oh, I'm going to go and get some gold. That's Scottish, actually. <laughs> ah, well. Irish accent. I'm going to go get some gold, you fuckwits. There it See is. you on the... See you on the fucking other side of the fucking rainbow. <laughs> so he leaves. Don't worry, he'll be back in, like, ten minutes of the movie time. So he leaves, they continue riding through the valleys, and they and they ride past a bunch of rams, and I think it's the young guy, he says, Look at all those rams! They're as thick as flies on a bull's ass." Yep. And Zach, I just, I don't feel like enough people say that phrase oh no no Sandra, no <laughs> everyone's no. everyone's saying thick as thieves no. no thick as flies and a bull's ass i'm bringing it back no of all things to bring it back that's a terrible lie cedus lapidus they're as thick no. as <laughs> oh cedus lapidus they're as thick as flies on a bull's backside I cannot wait for the end of the year where you have a sentence that is just... You need to write all this down so you can make the longest, worst sentence that anyone's ever said. I actually have... Will you ice? I've actually written down all the three phrases that I'm bringing back so far, so... Will you ice was another one? I don't even... Oh. They ride into town. Did you like the town? I love the town. I'm a sucker for yeah. a good old western town. I mean, there was nothing wrong with the town. It had everything. Uh, I like. I like the whole like the guy that was the barber was also the clergyman, the thing, whatever that sort of idea. Yeah, he was the barber, the postman, and the undertaker. <laughs> but I was surprised he wasn't also the shopkeeper. That's a good point. Although the shopkeeper um, is played by quite a nice old man and 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 his wife. He they they were they were pretty good. They got they got more of an arc than young heart throb. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, his heart will be throbbing pretty soon. Throbbing with death. Throbbing with death. <laughs> I'm gonna use that line. Are you bringing that back? Don't bring that back. <laughs> throbbing with death. I wrote down uh, that I'm a sucker for western towns because Tom Selleck rides into town, and then I also wrote down did Tom Selleck just burp? Because <laughs> he gets off the horse and he does a little burp, and I'm like. They left that in. I, I don't know if Tom... I don't think Tom Selleck did the burp. I think you may have missed something there. I believe it was one of the uh, cowboys. That oh. Did the burp. Or in your world, Tom Selleck was like, Oh, this, this horse. It's giving me the bands. Maybe. He kind of, like, he goes on a greeting tour. So he goes into the general store. He orders a bunch of stuff. He says hi to Anne. And he's like, yeah, I'm here because of your husband. And she's like, but my husband was taken away by the local tribe of of Native Americans. What do you mean? And that's basically every conversation they have until the very end of the movie where she suddenly decides to believe him. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird, their relationship, because obviously she's thought her husband... So this is the the quick TLDR. Mm. She thought her husband was dead for the last two years, but uh, Tom Selleck comes in with his fantastic mustache and is like, hey, your husband's been only dead six weeks. And she's like, what? And then... Uh, he explains things and has no evidence for them whatsoever, and she just decides to believe him. Yeah. Because he's pretty sexy. That's... I would believe him. Uh, he goes into the saloon, he does a toast, everyone in the saloon knows his dead friend, 
And so uh, he dedicates the toast to the dead friend and everyone there is like, ah, yes, that was a good man. And they all raise their glasses. Yeah, they all go, they all go, what? Because the stranger comes in and is just like, hey, this dead guy that's been supposedly dead for two years, a toast to him. And they're all like, huh? But then they're like, "Uh, yeah, he was pretty good. Except some of them, some of them don't. Especially one of the guys, the evil bad, one of the evil goon bad guys who is clearly evil goes, I don't like that. He was one, I mean, terrible person, but one of the best characters in this movie was that evil goon guy. Yeah, they had some good goons. They had the main goon, you had the secondary goon, and then the secondary goon's brother. <laughs> yeah. Which was, which was pretty great. Oh, but then you also had the badass goon. Well, yeah, 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 but I wouldn't say he's a goon. I don't know, he doesn't really fall into the goon category, because one, he's good at what he does. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything stupid. He also manages to scare the main bad guy as well. Like, he threatens him. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So I feel like he can't be can't be put in as goon, but he's close. He's not the villain, though, because he's not a character. So I guess he's he's the specialist goon? He's the gillen. The gillen. Part goon, part villain. I like it. The gillen. The gillen. That's a new thing that we are coining right now, the Gillen. I'm writing it down. I like it. You are actually writing it down now. I can hear it. There we go. <laughs> Through your microphone, you yep. wrote it down. Excellent. There's a drunk sheriff in town, and he's not important, but he's drunk, and I thought he was very funny, and that's the only time we'll mention him. <laughs> well, I, 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 he's quite important in the wedding scene as well. Oh, yeah. Because he has that great line where he's like, this is not my finest hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. I love a depressed sheriff who's drunk all the time. Yeah, because he can't really do anything about the rich guys Mm. waltzing in and taking over the place, so he just kind of falls in line, so he just drinks. Yeah, so those are all the characters that Tom Selleck meets. I mean, he meets uh, Bruce as well, the the rich guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to mention that that there's a gun. Mm Mm-hmm. And they go, yeehaw, we're Americans. We love our guns. That's Western, though. Yeah. Where, where is this Western based? In America. But that was when it was okay for Americans to have guns. Now we're in a post-Western society. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There was a time where it was okay to have guns? Yeah, when it was cool to go around murdering people in public. <laughs> that, mm, damn, he's got me there. <laughs> it was cool to go around and murder people. It was very cool. So you're saying it's not cool to go around anymore and murder people? Not anymore. Okay. Not unless it's a prank. Ah, <laughs> it's a prank. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'm, I'm sorry, I just had to get that clear from mm. you. You know, I wanted to know what exactly was up and up. Yeah, so um, Tom Selleck is running a prank channel and he's like, whoa, that's a pretty wicked slick gun. Maybe I can use this later for one of my epic pranks. Whoa. Like and subscribe if you want to see me use this gun later on (laughs) after we've done this foreshadowing. Hey, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, he teams up with the old cowboy guy who just keeps following him around. Yeah, the old cowboy guy's like, hey, you toasted to this fella. I like you. I'm going to help you with this ranch. With the, the crazy lady, whatever it's called. Crazy woman ranch. Crazy woman. But also, I'm going to help you with the uh, chief's daughter, the daughter oh of the uh, of the Sioux tribe. I think that's how you say it. I'm so glad they shoehorned like a Native American. At least it wasn't them fighting. Yeah, but it was. It was very. Oh, white guy saves Native American girl. Yep. 
And and not only that, but the old guy tries to translate something to the to the chief. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. But he mixes up leg with egg, which of course for us in English might be a mistake you make. Mm. But if it's in another language, the word for egg and leg are probably quite different. Mm. So it wouldn't make sense that he mixed them up unless he's stupid. Anyway, uh, the, 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 the white guy saves Native American girl and everything's cool with them. Saves her from a trap. And then they're like, we fixed her egg. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I mean, leg. <laughs> it's very stupid. But but uh, also, like, uh, the other goon, the second goon, the one that has a brother, not the brother of the second goon, This though, is too much information about goons. He, he waltzes up and is like, hey, that's our Native American girl, question mark. Because they caught her in the trap? Yep. So they want to take her home. And he's like, no. And then they leave because they don't want to get shot. Yep. Great scene all around. Ah, uh, the Irishman just comes back. He's back now. Hi, yeah, Irishman. Yeah. That was very stupid. It's like, why did they make him leave in the first place? I don't know. Maybe they ran out of jokes, but then they thought of more jokes, but they were already, like, halfway through writing the script, so they went, oh, I'll help till just Well, maybe back. it was something in the books, but now it doesn't really matter. Speaking of jokes, though, do you, by mm. chance, have one of these famed Irish jokes on hand? Oh, yeah. Irish, Irish. Three men walk into a bar. Aye. A Frenchman, a German man, and an Irish man. Ooh, that's going to be racist. They all order a whiskey. Mm. And they're all served a whiskey, but each one of the whiskeys has a fly in it. Oh, no. The Frenchman says, Mon Dieu, I shall not drink this. <laughs> yep. The German man picks out the fly and slams it back. Yep, yep, yep. And the Irish man picks up the fly, hangs it upside down, and shakes him, saying, Spit it out! Spit it out! Because <laughs> he wants more, all, all the whiskey in the, in the glass. <laughs> it's the strongest joke. There was another... When was... I think it was near the end of the movie, but the Irish man says... Aye, if it wasn't... It's Scottish again, but, you know, whatever, who cares? Whoa! If it wasn't for whiskey, the Irish would rule the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I've heard... I've actually heard that one before, so that's a good one. Uh, they're taking care of uh, Mad Crazy Woman Ranch. We get a close-up shot of them branding a cow. Yep. Which was um not... A, yeah, I, I think the close-up wasn't an actual cow, but uh, I was still like, ooh! It's pretty hot. Um, what? Ooh, the brand. Don't say that on a podcast. What? The brand? It would deal a lot of damage. And then Anne comes up and she's like, oh, maybe I believe you, maybe I don't. Who knows? This Bruce guy wants to marry me, but also I don't really like anyone. Yeah. It's especially you, Tom Selleck, and like everyone just kind of sucks because it's the Wild West and you're all just a bunch of murderers. Yeah. She just wants her husband back, but he died on a ship. And then she's also like, oh, yeah, I had a kid and the kid died. And then you go, oh, yeah, that was nice and depressing. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, everyone here just murders people. Speaking of murdering people, uh, there's a standoff in the street between the goon, the main goon. It's not really a standoff. No, it's not. <laughs> so, so after they have this chat, Tom Selleck pops out 
of the tavern, and there's one of the goons, the uh, second goon. Mm. He he's like probably because he disrespect Tom Selleck disrespected him so much. He's drunk and he's like, "I'ma kill you, bang bang bang! I'ma shoot you!" And Tom Selleck's like, "Hey, shop owner, I'm gonna buy that gun now." And then he buys the gun and he pops out and he's like, "Hey, don't! You're gonna die!" <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other guy's like, "No, I'm gonna shoot you!" And he sh- shoots at him several times, mm-hmm. over and over again. Fails to hit the broadside of a barn. And then Tom Selleck's like, "All right," turns around, shoots him once. Yep. Bang. Bang. Dead. I think the uh, the first goon also pops up. Does he die or does he just get shot? I think he runs out as Tom Selleck's getting on his horse and is like, "I'm gonna shoot your horse." Yep. And then Tom Selleck just shoots him. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. anyway, yeah, he does two public murders. So the brother of the goon is like, no, my brother's got a, gone dead. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to go out there and shoot you. But the main villain's like, you go out there, you're going to get shot. Yep. You're going to die as well. I'm going to call the gillen. Calling the gillen. And the gillen rocks up, and the gillen's got this feathery, like, coat. The gillen looks so dumb. They, they, they try to make him look scary somehow. I don't know what they were trying to go with the aesthetic. Yeah. Because he looks like he could have been the good guy in a story. Yeah. The yeah. guy doesn't look menacing in any way, really. No. He just looks like a guy. He's the most generic looking guy ever, but he does wear some pretty fancy clothes, and apparently he's scary. So at this point, Tom Selleck takes Anne to the pit of oil and says, Hey... You were asking for proof as to why uh, the Bruce guy is bad and wants to marry you only for money. This is why. Turns out there's a bunch of petrol on your property. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm on your side now. Yep. But uh uh-oh, Bruce is like, we'll get married tomorrow. Yeah, Bruce, so so the Gillen is like, I'm going to take everything. Why don't I just take everything from you instead of you paying me? Uh, Maybe I want this ranch and the wife. Hmm. And so the, the main villain's like, man, I'm going to just go a little crazy now. <laughs> I'm going to speed up the ending because we need to finish up this movie. So he goes a little haywire and he busts in and he's like, uh, what are you going to wear tomorrow? You should wear that dress I got you. And she's like, for, what, why? And she's, he's like, for our wedding. I'm not taking no for an answer. Yep. So he grabs her and he and he takes her to the saloon the next day and and they're married. Who is it that does the ceremony? Is it the sheriff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sheriff. Yeah, because he has jurisdiction to marry people. But then he does that line where it's like, if anybody disagrees, speak up now. Yes. And then the bar guy speaks up. Yes. And he's like, Whoa, the bar guy who sells only whiskey. <laughs> Oh, he gets a thing. We gotta stand up to you. And then the bad guy shoots him. Yeah. And he's dead. The sheriff's like, you may kiss the bride. And then Anne spits in his face. And I was like, that's satisfying. You spit in his face. Yeah. He locks her in a room. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he could be more of a bad guy. Meanwhile, Tom Selleck and the rest of the guys are all hanging out on the ranch. And uh, the Gillen shows up with his sniper rifle. And he kills the young heartthrob. R.I.P. Young Heartthrob. He had nothing in this movie. And then they all ride into town and there's a big shootout. Mmm, yes. You have the Gillen versus Mustache Man. Mm. And uh, the Gillen shoots at him, but he uh, he pretends to be hit and then shoots the bad guy in the leg. Yeah. And then shoots him again. Yeah. 
Not in the head. He shoots him in the heart. Yeah, that way he can walk over and have a one-liner. Yeah. Which they do. What was the what was the thing? He walks over to him and is like, uh, you shot me. And he goes, uh, and it was going so well for you. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very dumb. So the Gillen's dead. Uh, the rest of the supporting cast are trying to shoot their way into the saloon, which is where mm. Bruce is and where he's locked up and... Uh, the general store manager, because he's still got a bunch of guns, he picks all the guns up and he goes to help all the good guys. Yeah! That's really nice. Good on him. By the way, the shop owner's, like, really old. Yeah. And his wife's really old. So it's, like, the best they could do. And I was like, yeah, good work, shop owners. You did something. And they have that line. It's like, we helped. I was like, yeah, you did. Good work, shop owners. So there's a shootout. Old old man McGee, old man Wisdom. Yep, yep. He gets shot by the brother goon. Yep, he gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah, and then the Irish man is like, I'm angry! Rah! Bang, 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 bang! And uh, kills, kills the brother goon. Yeah, he goes all Rambo. Yep. Also, though, at this moment, uh, just before he shot, we get probably my favorite quote, not my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes in the movie, which is the old man. He's like, well, this is a first for me. I've never had to shoot my way into a bar before. But anyway, this distraction has meant that the general store manager's wife can sneak into the tavern or the bar or whatever it is and rescue Anne, which she does. So now Anne is running around town trying to find Tom Selleck, I guess. Meanwhile, he's just killed the Gillen and Bruce sneaks up on him and shoots him in the shoulder. But then, bam, the trophy wife that's had nothing to do with this whole movie finally gets to shoot the bad guy. Oh, yeah, and then and then the villain goes, uh, may the best man win, and then bang, he gets shot. And it's like, ha-ha, you weren't the best man, ha-ha. Turns out the best man was Anne. Anne's the best man. Anne's the best man. And yes, yeah, she gets to shoot Bruce, and I was like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good, I like that. And that's the end of the movie, because it just kind of ends. Yeah, Yeah, and, the, and then they're like, yeah, we won. We now control Crazy Woman Ranch. Yes, sir, we do. And that right there is Crossfire Trail. Tom Selleck goes on to start an oil company and starts everything that's currently wrong with the world. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, uh, it's a good ending. <laughs> it's the best ending. It's the ending we got. Look, it's, a, it's, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just very average. Yes. And why would I recommend anyone watch this if you can literally watch any other Western from the time when Westerns were thriving? Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Watching it was okay. Trying to talk about it was a slog. (laughs) And, like, there's nothing here. Yeah, it's very generic. You know what I'd say, Sandra? What, What would you say? If it was on TV, I'd watch it. If it was on TV, I'd watch it for the first time. I wouldn't watch this again. You you would tune out of it? I would put on something else. Plus, we live at a time when who's watching TV anymore? Why would I purposefully be like, oh yes, this movie's on TV, time to, time to watch it. Mm. I'm going to Netflix. Anyway, it's an oldie from me. Uh, it is an oldie from me for Crossfire Trail because it's, look, it's not bad. It's just, what, it's it's very average and I can't recommend it. And therefore, it is an oldie. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. I, I, who am I recommending this to? Your grandma. Maybe. I don't think she'd watch it. <laughs> I don't think she'd care. She might be more interested in superhero movies than this one. At least they have something going for them. Like, um, Hulk Dogs. Hulk Dogs? Oh, no, not that movie. <laughs> or, or, uh... Why 
is that the one you bring up? Or Dark Elves. You're bringing up all the worst superhero movies. <laughs> it's always like I'm doing it deliberately. What is this? Some kind of bringing up the worst movie squad? <laughs> no. Well, two fat oldies right there for Crossfire Trail. Now I didn't are... say I gave it an oldie. You did, though. I'm pretty sure you no, did. No, no, no. I didn't say those words, though. I said. What are you? What are you giving it then? I'm giving it an oldie, obviously. My but <laughs> my goodness gracious me! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, with two oldies, it means that we move on to... The crossover segment. Whoa! Because here's the thing. Sometimes we pitch sequels, but it's 2001. No one cares about sequels anymore, Zach. Yeah, we're not doing sequels. We're doing crossovers. Mm. Crossovers in 2001. I keep getting confused because I'm living now. If we were doing movies now, it would be animated reboots. Like, live-action reboots. It would be that. It would be shared... Although, is the shared universe phase over? No, no, no. It's definitely make your own universe. Ugh. I feel like that's still a thing. We're going to be feeling that for the next couple of years. I hate it. I don't care, Sony. Stop trying to make Venom a thing. <laughs> Venom's fine. It was like a dirt in the wind. In the wind. <laughs> Um, no, 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 but that whole, I do want to see Venom v Spider-Man. Sure. This current Venom versus Spider-Man would be very interesting, I feel. Hey, well, well, there are rumours as to which Spider-Man this Venom will be going up against, but I won't get into that. The, the, yeah, the, uh, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, crossovers. <laughs> crossovers yeah yeah that's right we're doing crossovers because in 2001 that's what everyone was doing crossovers everyone was doing it so i've got a random number generator it's between one and 158 which is every single episode that we've done up until this point i'm gonna press the generate button let's see what happens let's see what episode number we get we've got to make a crossover with the movie that came out in that mm. week i'm 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 ready as i'll ever be i've pressed it 150 150? Whoa, that's way more... That's even more recent than the last one. Your number generator sucks. This random number generator keeps picking things with 100. And no, the, although the random number generator has done us a favour. Because okay. episode 150 is the perfect movie to cross over with Crossfire Trail. Because it stars Arnie and it is The Running Man. <laughs> Whoa, The Running Man! <laughs> X Crossfire Trail. Oh, this is actually. I would watch this. <laughs> All right. Well, I started the first the the first one, so you have to come up with the starting concept for the second one. Well, the hard thing is, how do we get Tom Selleck's character into the Running Man? Oh, you're trying to you're trying to put them in the Running Man. Yeah, because that's the only way to do it, right? Um, Arnie survived the Running Man, so he's now the champion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. So, this is... So, The Running Man's obviously set in the future, whereas this is set in the past, right? Yes. With the crossfire trails. So, it's hard to connect those. Yeah. But, 
oil fields, right? So, in Crossfire Trail, uh, we see our hero. He gets control of the the uh, crazy woman, and that had lots of oil. So, he gets filthy rich off all the oil. Uses that money to make a machine to become immortal. Uh, okay. Or somewhat immortal. Right. But it, it sends him a little bit crazy. Yeah, of little, course. A little, little wild, as immortality does. And so we go into this this future scenario where he's filthy rich. He actually owns lots of things, including a television corporation. Yeah, yeah. So the year is 2000 and... What year was Ronnie Man set? 19? 17. No, 17, because it was the election. So 2017, Tom Selleck's character Rafe, short for Raphael. Maybe he's the president. We don't really see the president in The Running Man. Oh, they talk about it though, right? They do talk about him. (gasps) He's the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think Tom, Tom could do a great president. I think so as well. You know what? I'm turning this into a trilogy, except the final film is split in half. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because, because this is the sequel to Running Man. Yes. Would be this movie. Would be this movie. And then I want a sequel to that crossover because I've just, I've just had an idea. So the second movie, which is the, the proper crossover of Crossfire and Running Man is Arnie is brought back into the games because he obviously won. They're doing a championship round. The problem is, though, most of the champions from the Running Man died, so they're just kind of fake champions mm. anyway. So there aren't as much stakes really in this film. That's that's why they that's why they need Arnie in because he killed all the ones and they put him in like a big contract thing. And so Arnie's like, I don't want to do this, but then Tom Selleck takes the girl and it's like, Hey, if you want to get her back, you gotta you gotta do some running. Yeah, man. And of course, while Tom Selleck has her prisoner, we get, uh, like, kind of his backstory, how it's like, yeah, Anne died, and ever since then I've just lost all my humanity, etc., etc. Now I'm really mean, and I'm just trying to find everything back, etc., etc. It's perfect, it's perfect, because it's like, uh, if I have you, then I maybe I could go back to being you know, a good guy, but he's also just turned into the bad guy from his original movie. Because now he's just trying to marry the love interest yeah. from from that. I, I want to bring back um, v- Virginia Madsen for, for something. Maybe she's the voice of the computer? Okay, sure. He's based the computer off of Anne. He calls it A.N.N. Stands for augmented okay. something something. Or how about this? <laughs> it's called the Android. Ah oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, it's called the Android yeah. because, of course, it is the Running Man, so it's got to be super cheesy and dumb. Yeah, it's and and then space droid. droid. Yeah. So that happens. Arnie wins the game. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, he also manages to like rile up the revolution. Yeah. Because he kind of did that in the first one, but not as much as he would have wanted to. He manages to rile them up a bit more in this second one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But, but unfortunately, the president gets away. Yeah. But he manages to rescue his lady friend. So now he's got the riled up revolution and he needs to get that president guy. Exactly. Main bad guy. And then we have the running man Mockingjay part one and part two, which is... (laughs) Wow. Look, I saw the reference in the the, the second movie, but this is really on the nose. (laughs) I cannot wait to kill President Mustache Snow in front of everyone because you've gone a little crazy. Well, next segment. Yeah. It is time 
for river 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 raving reviews. Oh, they're raving again. Ooh. It's part of the show where I grab some reviews for the best place to get reviews. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes. And by best place, I mean worst place. And the worst of the worst is definitely not the critics, because sometimes they know what they're talking about. The worst is the audience, because they have no clue what they're talking about. Pretty bad, yeah. I'll read out the review, and Sandro... Good old Sandro. He has to figure out what they rated the movie mm. from their review. Mm, I've got to figure it out. I've got to use my dome. This week, all the reviews kind of sucked. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Carol says, he makes a great cowboy. Yes, ladies, we can drool. <laughs> <laughs> that is the target demographic for this movie. I, I like that. And it's 77% as well. So this surely a lot of them are going to be like this i it's gotta be five out of five it's five out of five well done well done very good very good very good mary says could have enjoyed it more if i just didn't hate weston so much explanation mark lol explanation mark explanation mark explanation mark why would you watch it if you don't like westerns this is a western maybe they're just a tom Selleck fan Maybe. We don't know. We have literally no context other than that she hates Westerns. Uh, the lol makes me think it's like a two. Lol. It's a two. It's a two out of five. It's a three out of five. It's positive. That now explains why this has got 77%, because most of them don't know how to review movies. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. What are you talking about? Clay knows how to review a movie. Mm-hmm. Clay says... Crossfire Trail 2001. And that's the whole review, isn't it? Yep. Uh, and is there a link to, like, a blog? Nope. I don't know. 3.5. That's three out of five. Maddie says, Christian Kane. Nuff said. Is that the kid? I think so. That's the kid. That's the kid. Yep. So, turn- yeah, okay. So, it turns out that he was a, he was a teen heartthrob. Look, honestly, most of the ones I found that we were amusing were very horny. That's fine. I don't know. It's five out of five again. They're a fan of the actor. Three out of five! Oh, my goodness. All right. And lastly, it's from Richard. He says, H-Y-F-S-A-D, Weston Med Mustacheman. What? What? I don't know. H-Y-F-S-A-D. That must stand for something, I believe. His foot. Only used optionally to refer to things whose ge- whose natural gender is masculine. What? I'm going to say that is a, a probably a three, because they've all been three, aside from the one that wasn't. It's three out of five! Hey! <laughs> there you go. And that that's the episode, I guess. Yeah! Thanks for listening this week to, to Crossfire Trail. Not the most exciting movie, but, you know, it's January. We're getting back into the, to the swing of things. Not every week can be Cedus Lapidus. Yeah, we actually started on a pretty good movie. Yeah. But yeah, then this one, um, kind of a nothing burger. Also, everything else this week would have been nothing, so. Yeah. Uh, but if you like the show, thanks for thanks for listening, continuing to listen, discovering the show recently, if you have as well. Thank you for all of that support. If you want to um, follow us, we're on socials, uh, Instagram at oldiebuttagoodypod. I'm on Instagram. You're also on Instagram. Our personal Instagram links are in the episode description. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, which is the same, facebook.com forward slash oldiebuttagoodypod. We are on Patreon. If you want to support the show monetarily, get that bonus episode of Chud 2, Bud the Chud, which is out on Wednesday. 
Uh, that is patreon.com forward slash pod. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us on Spotify. And finally, big thanks to uh, Josh Cake for the theme song as well. I should I should yeah. definitely give him a shout out. Thanks for that. Yeah, you can't really plug your your show anymore because it'd be finished up by now. Yeah, yeah, it's done. It's done by now. It's done. It was a good show though. I rated I rated five xenomorphs out of eggs. What? Um, yeah, great. I assume that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 for any humans nearby. Not for any curious scientists who take off their helmets. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's one thing that I really like about the show that you're talking about, Shakespeare Aliens, uh, and I think the movie as a whole, Aliens, is that no one looks over one of the eggs that you definitely shouldn't look over. Or take off their helmet in a hostile environment where they don't know anything about the atmosphere or the microbes that could be brewing around. Exactly. It could cause them to, at minimum, contract a disease of some sort, or as it turns out, be poisoned by blood from a crazy robot. Exactly. But yeah, I think I think we filmed the show, so that will probably be streaming on demand soon. Mm. I'll let everyone know when that is, uh, so that you can watch it if you want. But yeah. Is there anything else to plug? I don't think so. I think it's time for you to choose a movie. All right, Sandro. So can you please inform me, what are my options for this evening? Your options for this evening are... The Goddess of 1967. Wow. That's an Australian movie. Oh. Australian movie. Uh, It's about a Japanese businessman who is obsessed with a very particular car brand and a blind 17-year-old Aussie girl. They drive through the Australian outback to kill her abusive grandfather. Oh. It's like a revenge road trip Australian thing. Sounds int- I, I've never heard about that movie. So say the so it's called the Goddess of 1967. I assume that's the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what what's the plot? So a Japanese businessman and a blind 17-year-old girl drive through the outback to kill her abusive grandfather. That actually sounds very interesting. All right. Yeah, I know. Uh there's protection which is a mobster moves to a new town, but uh oh, can't escape his violent past. His, his past's haunting him. Uh, oh, great. Sugar and Spice, dark comedy about a group of high school cheerleaders who commit armed robbery when one of them becomes desperate for money. That does sound rather funny. <laughs> yep. Things Behind the Sun, a young music journalist's dark memories are awakened when he goes to interview a rock star. And your final option is uh, actually a bit of a well-known movie for a January film, The Wedding Planner, which is a rom-com. A wedding planner is planning a wedding, and then she accidentally falls in love with the groom. Uh-oh, what's going to happen? shenanigans, but also, hear me out, hear me out, a rom-com. Pass. No, thank you. No. It's 2001. We've got to do a rom-com at some point. That's the whole point of 2001. you can pick one. Uh, Because I would like to go with the goddess of 1967. Really? Because that sounds like a weird movie, and I kind of want to watch it now. It is Australian. And it's, a, yeah, 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 that's right. And it's an Australia one, so we better go with an Australian movie. Goddess of 1967 next week. I've never heard of this. This is going to be fascinating. No, I had no idea what the heck this movie is. Hopefully, it's not problematic. Um, I think it'll be dark, because, of course, the grandfather angle. I think it'll be quite dark, maybe a bit confronting, but I don't I, I don't think it'll be uh, Probo. I mean, it's 2001. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? 
All right. Uh, let's wrap it up with the best quote from Crossfire Trail. It ain't heaven, but it's close enough. Close enough we're likely to get. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Because they're going to hell. Because they murder people in the streets. They do. They murder people in, in the streets. They're as thick as thieves murdering people in the streets. Sorry, not thick as thieves. They're as thick as flies on a bull's arse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Don't. Oh. Zetus Lapidus, don't fucking bring it back. <laughs> <laughs>